0: Daddy <laughs> Tony Tony Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. My name's Darren and today we're going to be talking about Strollin' from Diamonds and Pearls. Recorded August and September 1990 at Warner Pioneer in Tokyo and then at late 1990 uh, at Paisley Park there was some stuff that Prince added to it. Released on the 1st of October 1991. On the track it's Prince with Michael B and Levi. Um, so technically only two members of the MPG are there The song is 3 minutes 46 And joining me to talk about it today is Alec Rayner Hello Alec Hello um, And I think for this song I think, I i mean I want to call it like smooth jazz That feels like the right genre for me I'd say smooth jazz With a little bit of a, like a swing to it
1: almost Like yeah. if if I had to kind of like a little bit of a love child of some s- like weird swing music with some smooth jazz. So that I think that's as good of a genre as you can get with strolling. It's just the kind of you want to sway to it almost.
0: yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. there is there is a there is a kind of uh, there is a, a kind of a swing to it. I would say this: if you change the title to "Swinging," it would fit just as well as "Strolling." I mean, yeah. <laughs> Prince was a few years early on this, but if he if he could have held this off until the kind of swing revival of the mid nineties, <laughs> um, he probably could have had a he could have had a hit with this. Yeah, the lyrics to me, I always really like this because you know, I mean, for the first time in a while, we get like a story song from Prince. Yeah, you know, and we we get him kind of instructing someone to do something, which is always my favorite kind of thing for Prince to do, is to tell someone you know just working in a shop close the shop, let's take a drive, take a break from the 9 to 5. We can rent some roller skates <laughs> to be alive. <laughs> uh, and I, this, I mean, it strikes me as kind of like a real kind of like Minneapolis kind of story. Like the fact that Prince is like, yeah, we could rent some roller skates, skate around the lake. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, Minnesota being the land of a yeah. thousand lakes. So that kind of makes sense. And I just love the, if we don't know how we'll fake it, oh yeah. And i got to say this, as someone who, you know, um can roller skate and can ice skate uh, if you don't know how to do it you pretty much just end up falling over all the time oh yeah. there's really no way to fake it i mean yeah, um, i fake roller
1: skating i've never ice skated but roller skating <laughs> i feel like i'm like every once in a while I'll go to some fundraiser at a roller skating rink or something because you know it's a good cause and i'm like all right i'll i'll go up there and i'm I'm able to hang in there, but I'm like, how am I not, like, falling on my face is, like, what I'm doing. Because I, like, never put on skates either than those times when I'm, like, reading it. That's my fake it. Maybe Prince was feeling like he can fall at any second.
0: And he was like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm staying up. I'm, I'm faking it. <laughs> I'm not. the. <laughs> I was going to say, there is a video uh, by which was put out around this time, which is part of the Get Off VHS uh, which is called Gangster Glam. In that, Prince and um, the Game Boys are all shown to be accomplished skaters. Prince is skating backwards at one point.
1: Oh yeah! So there's
0: no need for there's no need for Prince to fake it, or even Tony M for fake to fake it. They are they are accomplished skaters, and uh, it seems like to get around Paisley Park, they would throw on some skates and just kind of roller skate around the place. <laughs> so. Um, I think the fact that Prince, you know, suggests renting some roller skates, it obviously betrays, you know, a pastime that obviously, you know, in the early 90s, Prince was uh you know an avid skater you know maybe not inside paisley park although i would just love to imagine him skating from studio to studio that um, would have been know, recording fantastic. the song and then recording another song
1: <laughs> and you know what i could believe that <laughs> that's, just, <laughs> that's believable enough for prince could just roller skate from wherever he needed to be go to the kitchen go to studio a go to studio c <laughs> um whatever he needed to do we
0: get the chorus which is just strolling strolling we can have fun just strolling rocking rolling oh yeah um you know not a substantial chorus i would say but yeah. you know just gets the title out the verses themselves you know we kind of get back to prince saying let's forget about the time uh, we could relax let's relax and ease our mind we deserve to just feel fine oh yeah i i mean i love the next three lines probably my favorite in the entire song where he says we could stroll the mezzanine buy some dirty magazines laugh behind it while we're eating ice cream and then he finishes by going ha 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 and <laughs> i don't know I, I just love prince's kind of like you know deciding oh, yeah. to stick some kind of like melodic laughing onto a song
1: i, I love when prince will take like such like a kind of innocent sounding song and just put make sure it's not as innocent as it sounds like struggling you're like hey all right roller skates that's that's good you know i can you know i'm okay letting my pre listen to some song about roller skates Or something like that and he's like hey let's buy some dirty magazines and laugh behind it but you know let's end it sweet let's eat some ice cream (laughs) while we're doing all that (laughs) and that's just one of his many like gifts is just putting in a little bit of his own like just always subtly hiding stuff where i don't think i necessarily computed the entire lyric until like i Like my second, third or fourth listen where I was like, oh, wow, that's actually kind of funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we get the verse where he says, see the man with the blue guitar. And this is where we, as he says, blue guitar, we get a little kind of like a guitar lick. And he says, maybe one day he'll be a star. Give him your ice cream and I'll give him the keys to my car. I mean, that seems like uh, quite irresponsible. I mean, like it doesn't seem like a fair trade either. You know, like here's some ice cream and here's the keys to a car. I mean, uh, and he says there's so much hate going around. Hard not to let you get it down. Least we can do is make a joyful sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, I think, obviously, Prince kind of almost bizarrely referring to himself
1: yeah, uh, I in this song. Always thought that, too, because blue guitar, I think of the blue angel is blue cloud guitar. And um, yeah. even though I think during Diamonds and Pearls, he was always with the yellow one. But, you know, he yeah. probably just use whichever. Yeah,
0: that's that's the unusual thing is like most of the videos for this do feature the the yellow guitar. So it's, it's odd that he says blue guitar. So maybe he was thinking of something from Graffiti Bridge, you know, like maybe he's thinking yeah. of one of the guitars from there, you know. And then we kind of get the, the kind of the outro essentially, which is just Prince saying the word strolling. And then the kind of we could have fun, we could have fun. Um, and then the whole rocking. And then he starts to do this thing where he starts going, he kind of almost like scatting his own lyrics, where he's like, close the shut, let's take a ride, take a break from nine to five. It's so great, it's so great to be alive. And kind of like, kind of overlapping the, the lyrics and kind of having the, you know, the we could have fun over the top of the strolling um, and just kind of, you know, turning it into uh, kind of a, a little bit more freeform towards the end. Um, you know not kind of there's no kind of improvisation here but there's just a lot of kind of overlapping and so i'm
1: kind of falling in with some of those jazz traditions like right at the end and kind of like doing yeah. a little just like kind of repeating some of the lyrics with your own little twist on it and
0: then you know it just has the kind of we could have fun just strolling and it kind of finishes with the oh yeah and that's kind <laughs> of the the end of the song <laughs> um which you know i kind of like that when the song is just like here's the end you know like oh yeah did it did did it have that little
1: guitar yeah, at the end if I remember yeah there is yeah there's a little
0: bit of kind of guitar at the end um and something we actually skipped over at the very beginning there's like a little drum roll oh yeah um, then just... just before yeah just before it kind of starts up so it kind of starts up with a little drum roll that finishes with a little guitar flourish yeah um, you know and I mean personally you know it's I, I would say that this is kind of one of the lesser songs on this album um, yeah you know it feels even though there's some fun kind of lyrics in here. Um, it, it just doesn't it kind of feels a little bit more insubstantial, particularly when you think about, you know, like a song like um, Diamonds and Pearls, which kind of has a kind of very big production um, or, you know, obviously Get Off is, you know, like a, is this kind of huge hit or Korean um, or, you know, Thunder has a lot of kind of production on it, you know, lots of kind of multi tracking of, of prints. And this kind of feels a little bit lighter, um, yeah. which, you know, is welcome, because, you know, you can't have an album that has, like, tons and tons of, like, big production numbers. Yeah. Um, uh, otherwise, you know, you turn into meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. But, <laughs> you know, so, I can't, I mean, I enjoy it, but I, I would say I probably couldn't go any higher than a four out of five for it, because, you know, it feels just a little kind of kind of light and wispy to me. It, like, it doesn't feel kind of super substantial and also go going some going to get you know some ice cream and roller skating um you're like okay you know <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that's a good day
0: yeah it's a good it's a good enough day but uh you know and then giving up your car to some you know guitarist or whatever like it seems to take a weird turn at the end but uh you yeah. know i like what michael b does uh you know something that i'm sure i'll say on pretty much every track but i think michael b one of my favorite drummers for Prince and you know he really kind of he like like we say the song has a bit of a swing to it yeah and that's coming from the drums throughout this you know it's really kind of michael b really kind of uh, holding it all together
1: to coincide with the um diamonds and pearls album he released a diamonds and pearls like video collection i think is what it's called it has kind of little clips some are live clips some are like real music videos there's little segues which have um members of the new power generation talking. And I do remember Michael B was the one talking right before the strolling little like minute clip of like some girl at a diner and leaving the diner to go stroll or something. But I do not remember anything he says, but I think (laughs) it was probably something good, something good (laughs) because he had such Uh, a prominent part in the song.
0: I mean, like on that, there are some, uh, the interesting thing is, you know, a lot of the kind of live versions that are on that diamonds and pearls video collection, uh, are from a performance in Sydney in May 92 and from Earl's Court in London on the 24th of June 1992. So it's interesting that because, you know, he obviously at this point he was quite big in Australia. Uh, and obviously he was still quite big over here because you know he'd opened a, um, a shop over here.
1: Yeah, um, and this in London, I believe, Diamonds and Pearls was a number. I think it was a number one in the US too. And um, yeah, and we had Cream as a number one hit also in the US. Yeah, so which was know, his final number one over here. Yes,
0: he's yet to have his final. He's yet to have a number one in the UK at this particular point in his career. And it'd be another. Oh, wow. it'd be another. It'd be another three years before he gets a number one. You know, like I said, I mean, four out of five. Um, you know, Warner Brothers used this as the double A side for Sexy MF, you know, released like almost a year later. Um, you know, giving the radio stations at least a song that they could play if they couldn't play Sexy MF or the 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 sexy mother was the kind of like a edited version. Yeah there. Um Yeah. So, you know, if they couldn't if they couldn't use that then they used this as kind of um Uh, like a a different song to play. Yeah, I mean, uh, how do you feel about, in terms of a rating, Alex? Of a rating, I was thinking a four out of five too. Um, Diamonds and Pearls,
1: to me, is not one of my favorite Prince albums. I... I enjoy it, but I, in this stage with the MPG, Prince is doing a lot of um, experiments with like rapping and stuff. And and I'm a, I'm a big hip hop fan. I'm pretty much raised on mostly hip hop. And with like Tony M and some of like where he tries to put in a little hip hop influence, it comes more as like force than natural. So I, I like songs like on the album like Strolling where he's more like just having fun and not thinking how am I going to become, you know, make this another number one? How am I going to collide some hip-hop elements in? Which I think he eventually does a better job at doing. Yeah. But Diamonds and Pearls I don't think it comes off as as natural as it eventually will.
0: I mean, you know, Diamonds and Pearls was the first album that I ever got from Prince. Uh, And I I have here this is from my Christmas 1991. This is a holographic diamonds and pearls <laughs> um cassette, cassette single that i have um so I, you know i love pretty much every song on this album <laughs> and i even love oh, yeah. all of tony m's rapping but you know that's oh, just yeah. because tony M's a great guy by the yeah. way Yeah, oh no um, he seems like a wonderful guy
1: really cool dude just my shout out to tony m not say anything against him and his rapping i just think it th- i definitely thought there was room to improve and he does especially with the next album in the i think he you know has a better understanding of hip-hop i don't know if in the 80s it was kind of known that he wasn't necessarily a big hip-hop fan he even wrote like dead on it where he did his little fake rapper voice and was like <laughs> they can't hold a melody something something yeah so i don't know if where exactly he thought you know what maybe hip-hop's cool i don't know if it was some public enemy or whatever that decided him to <laughs> make him realize that you know hip-hop is more than just like a current fad, it's slowly becoming a younger generation looks looks up to.
0: I i think that overall kind of Diamonds and Pearls, um, you know, for Prince it was kind of a return to form for most people. That's that's kind of where the critics felt it was. and um, but like I said, I think I like Strolling is kind of one of more of the, the lighter songs. And also such an odd choice for like a double A side for a single like a year from now. Yeah. Like it's such a such an odd thing that Warner's kind of slipped back into doing this. Uh, you know, thing of taking album tracks and putting them as B-sides. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, kind of odd. Now, this was actually, you know, this is, you know, uh, as with a lot of songs off Diamonds and Pearls, you know, Prince performed this for the Diamonds and Pearls tour quite regularly, and then he just stopped performing it altogether. Um, <laughs> until, I mean, there is a version of it on a, a DVD that was released, um, you know, live at the Aladdin in Las Vegas.
1: Yeah, 2003, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, but that that's kind of just like, a, it's, it's kind of um, integrated into a, another song. Um, and it, it kind of, it, it doesn't, it kind of, it, it appears with You Want Me, but kind of, it's almost like the two songs are played at the same time. And it's kind of in a, a very brief medley. Um, that only lasts a couple of minutes and then they move on to the next song. Uh, so even when Prince brought it back, he kind of didn't, you know, do anything substantial with it. So, so um, yeah, you know, he just kind of threw it away. I enjoyed the song, uh, but like I say, it's kind of a, a little bit lightweight. And uh, should go without saying, I wasn't able to find any kind of covers of it. You know, it's it's one of those songs that you know I think maybe Prince fans know, but uh, I I don't think that anyone would ever kind of be like, I know what I'm going to cover. I'm going to cover like the you know um 12th best track off diamonds and pearls you know it's, it yeah. doesn't strike me as something that people would do with that said uh let's go to plugs is there anything you wish to plug out
1: Allegrana 98 is my twitter handle um feel free to talk to me about whatever i love talking about prince i can go on and on about prince and it makes me happy to do this podcast because I, I i genuinely look, look forward to talking about prince and his music and it's it's
0: awesome he's He's cool. I believe I'm cool. So, <laughs> so talk to me if you want to. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you could uh, email us, not sure what you would, at Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest, Alec. Oh, yeah, no problem. Happy to do it. And otherwise... <laughs>